What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions here, episode 36. I'm Danny. I'm Garrett. We're a pop culture podcast. We talk about TV, science and technology, movies, and video games weekly. Yeah. Twice weekly, even. <laughs> Bi-weekly. Yeah, if you will. If you, if you, no, no. Yeah, because some people say that means twice a month. Right, right. But we actually release episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we drop a 30 to 40 minute app. Yeah, sometimes we jabber job and go a little bit over yeah. Uh, but anyway, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, Daredevil Season 3 a little bit, some mm-hmm. rumors and some theories. We're going to talk about a cool Nobel Prize winning technology with some nanotech stuff, which Garrett's always into. Absolutely. Big fan. Uh, we're going to talk about a weird Twitter nightmare uh, involving No Man's Sky, which is we- real awkward and weird. Possibly a breakdown. We'll see. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the new Alien movie, Alien Covenant. Yeah. The sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. Getting into TV, I wanted to talk about the Daredevil Season 3. So, and this is, we like to conject a lot on this show, but yeah. uh, this is full conjecture and just rumors and hearsay and, and nonsense. It might not hold water in any way. So, take a grain of salt or two or a pound. <laughs> I'll get a whole salt lamp and just slurp it down. <laughs> salt lamp. Yeah, you know, those things. So, uh, there's some theories that Bullseye might show up on Daredevil Season 3. And I would love that because I fucking love Bullseye. Yeah. The Daredevil movie uh, sucked. We all know that. Right. Um, but Bullseye was great in it. Mm-hmm. He was just Bullseye. Yeah. There's nothing fancy about it. Yeah. Just Hard to do him wrong. Kill people with toothpicks and sticks yeah. and stones. You just flip them. So the sort of the way that this theory came about is that the Daredevil comic right now is actually getting three full spinoff comics uh, of individual characters. Now, Electra is getting her own series, which mm-hmm. isn't that out of the normal, but this is like a Daredevil-specific Electra series. Okay. Like, it's an Electra spinoff solo series that is tied into the current Daredevil series. And even her wardrobe in the new comic is very similar to her wardrobe in Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. Now, with the ending of Daredevil Season 2, spoilers, it very much seemed like we're going to see her again. Sure. It was heavily implied, if not yeah. just, like, thrown little, in your face. A little bit. So the other two characters that are getting their own series are Kingpin and Bullseye, which is interesting, not just because it might have implications for Daredevil season three, but because it's villains getting their own series. Yeah, yeah. Two villains, two like major villains. Yeah. Um, So the theory is that these are all going to tie back in, or not necessarily tie back into the show, but Mm -hmm. build up hype for these characters to be back in Daredevil season three. Which would be really cool. So I'm super excited about this. Again, it's not it's not set in stone. It's not even been like spoken in right. like hushed tones by a Marvel employee. Right. It's just a it's just a theory, like yeah, a fan, fan theory. theory. Yeah. But I would love it because I fucking love Bullseye. Absolutely, man. Fucking Bullseye is awesome. Yeah, in the comics. So yeah, I mean, like we just said, uh, Bullseye. I mean, he was done. He was done pretty solidly well. Colin Farrell did a pretty good job. He he played him a little bit, a little bit, a little bit like over the top. I think. But in the comics, like he's just like this sinister dude, right? He's uh, one of the greatest assassins in in Marvel comics, and 
He just fucks people up. Specifically, he, I mean, he's a weapon master, but specifically with thrown weapons. Yeah. He'll just like pick up like a shoe and hit you with it from across the oh, yeah. across a bridge. Hit you right in the pellet pouch. Yeah, and so he's really cool, and he it's it's really neat to see him fight Daredevil because that's kind of what Daredevil does as well. So it's it's really neat, and and we we talked about it when we were watching Elektra, and I was like, man, Elektra's just not hitting enough people with thrown stuff because that's like her thing in the comics. I mean, right. she she can fight and she can sword and she can sigh, but really like her she and Daredevil. Just throw shit at people all the all time. The time. Yeah. All the time. Like it's like every scene of them fighting, they're just hucking stuff at people. Yep. And so I was like, where where is it? She hit she like throws like two things. Yeah. For for the entire season two. Yeah. You see her throw like two things. So I was like, Electra, just buck up. But I get why they did it, because then they had I was actually bummed out in the first season that Daredevil wasn't throwing as much stuff, but in the second season he was throwing a lot more stuff. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they were trying to like differentiate them a little bit more in their fighting styles. And if they were both just throwing stuff all the time, maybe it would have seemed too similar. I don't know. To be fair, in the first episode of the first season of Daredevil, he hit Turkle with a stick. Yeah. He threw it at him from like space and yeah. hit him in the fucking French. I don't yeah. know what that means, but he hit him there. <laughs> but yeah, you don't normally see it a lot in his fighting scenes. Right. In, right. Especially in the first season. In the second season, they did it better, especially because they gave him the actual extendable baton. Right, right, right. Versus just like the escrima, which he barely even fucking used in the first season. Mm. I was like, I was bummed out that they didn't escrima enough. Yeah. Then in the second season, he was just beating the hell out of people oh, with escrima, yeah. so it was dope. Right in the teeth. But yeah, it would really be really cool to see to see Daredevil fight Bullseye and yeah. just be like huckandstuff.com. Yeah, so we, dope. we have these new series eminently coming out in the mm-hmm. comics. Daredevil season three isn't until 2018. Right. So they could easily have like a handful of issues out, if not even like a couple of trades by mm-hmm. then yeah. for people to be like, oh, who's this Bullseyesman? Oh, he's got his own comic book. I'm going to go scoop it. <laughs> I have what is that Marvel thing? Marvel program? That Marvel? Marvel Now? No, Marvel Now is like the the current comic book. Right, right. What are you talking about? Like the actual like that program. It's like an app where you can just digitally read all. Is that Marvel Now? I, th- I think it's just Marvel Now. Anywho, I'll scoop up my Marvel Now subscription and yeah. read the read the bullseyes. But yeah, so I'm really curious this to find voice. out. I, you know, I do a character every now and again. I do characters. <laughs> um. So yeah, if we do find out that this is a fish or even a real thing, it'd be I'm really curious to see casting. Yeah, it would be really neat. It yeah, would be Colin Farrell again. Yeah, say I won't. Yeah, I mean I I didn't mind him at all. It's just that that movie was so all over the place that it was really hard to take him seriously. Yeah, it was. He definitely was not the worst part about that movie by far. Uh, and and in fact, I, th- I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, it's also weird having two seasons of the show without having Bullseye because he's like, yeah, he's like the dude. Yeah, he's not like Daredevil's Joker, right? Because that's obviously Kingpin, mm-hmm. but he's like Daredevil's Two Face, right? He's yeah. like he's like that high up on the list. Yeah, he's he's very very prominent. Yeah, and he I mean he's a big deal. Yeah, he's a, like he's a big. I I remember there was there was one publication a few years back. I don't remember which arc it was, but it was a Daredevil comic where like Elektra was going after Bullseye alone, and just gets her ass beat. Right, and Daredevil like shows up and has to save her, and is like, dude, like you're you're not on Bullseye, Bullseye's level. Yeah, like you need to dial that shit well, back. He just has cheat codes. Yeah, he 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 can like hit Daredevil. Yeah, he has and, like Amadeus Cho power for kicking your ass. Yeah, like nobody can hit Daredevil, and Bullseye can hit Daredevil. So not, I mean, Daredevil still beats him. Right. But yeah, like Elektra is king fucking dude. 
And Bullseye just hits her with her own shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, there was that Dark Avengers arc where it, all the Avengers were like fake. Uh huh. They were like secrets. Right. And uh, Bullseye replaced Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like fake Hawkeye was actually just Bullseye in a Hawkeye <laughs> costume. And Which I'm is like, really cool. If you can replace Hawkeye, you got some scams. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's something that they have, they haven't really played up as much in, in the movies with Hawkeye. They've made him badass and they've made him cool in the movies, but they, they really have under underplayed just how badass he is because in the comics he's just the he's like bullseye right he's just like oh i picked up this like brick and i just threw it and it goes like went through a hoop went over this river and then smacked this dude in the head through, through the woods yeah grandmother's house <laughs> yeah got him I, I remember in civil war there was actually like a really really kind of cool kind of weird scene in which i you probably remember it where the they shield yeah yeah where they they Ca- captain america dies and so they they bring uh hawkeye in and they're like Hey, can you? We need you to replace Captain America. Can you like huck this shield? And he's like, sure. And he, they hand it to him. And he's just like, woo! And he catches it. And they're like, yeah. There's like seven other people just tried that, and like one just lost an arm, and like no one else could make it come back. And then he was like, yeah, but it feels kind of like diddling my friend's wife. Yep. So I don't want to do. do it. Yeah, but he totally can. And Bullseye could do it too. It's just like they. It is almost like Amadeus Cho. It's kind of yeah. like uh. Shatterstar is kind of right, like right. that in, in X-Men or X-Factor as well. It's just like, oh, I I can just pick up like a glass of water and kill you with it. It doesn't right. matter. If I get my hands on it, it is a deadly weapon. Shatterstar off chain. Yeah, Shatterstar is off the chain. Anyway, yeah. Hopefully it happens. I would love to see Bullseye in, in the Netflix program. All right, Marvel. Go for it. <laughs> So, in science, we're going to talk about some nanotechnology. Say I fucking went. Yeah, so, <laughs> there are common themes that we talk about on this podcast in, in the science land. And one that's reoccurring is nanotechnology, yep. specifically in relation to, like, cyberpunk slash transhumanism. Right. And, uh... Human advancement. Yes. And so, it's one of my favorite topics. I absolutely love it. And so, this is really cool because it totally did fly under the radar. So, this year... The Nobel Prize for Chemistry went to three scientists that have created the world's smallest machines, and they are 1,000 times smaller than a human hair. Yep. Incredible. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Real fucking wild. Yeah. So, specifically, they are molecules that can produce mechanical motions to perform specific tasks. So, for right now, this is it like in its infancy. They haven't perfected it by any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, we... As we always talk about, technology just speeds up. But specifically, the Nobel Prize Committee, they compared their engines to the auto industry in the 1830s. So we're talking like real plebe shit. But with that said, they've done it, which is really, really fucking cool. This could legitimately make us immortal. This technology might be the one. So like, because this is the way, if you you get into any kind of like speculative sci-fi and they they start talking about like immortality and, and, and... huge medical advancements it's pretty much 99.9 percent of the time nano right it's 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 pretty much that way and yeah like you could specifically have molecules that just are programmed to function in different ways that you could just plop into your bloodstream and they just do shit like Mm -hmm. remove cancer from you at the molecular level like getting into like nanotech of of boosting your immune system uh making your wounds heal faster right you know because you can theoretically you could you could program a nano machine to do anything right? right so they could function as white blood cells they could function as platelets they could function as t-cells and you could eradicate hiv 
Uh, you you could do anything with them, and even you could even do things theoretically that our human body can't even do. Right. It could you could just have like nano machines just pull your tissue back together for you. Platelets can't do that. They just have to like stop it up. They have mm-hmm. to do the dam. So that's incredible. It's fucking dope. But also specifically because again we're going to talk about the Night's Dawn because like everything in Night's Dawn is like nano. It's like nanonics, oh, yeah. neural nanonics. Uh, basically, the internet in your brain is basically re- replaced like any need for an actual physical screen and, and, and a data pad. They just do it with their brains. It's all nanotech. Fucking dope. I want it. I need it. But yeah, specifically, this is talking about this could actually be the thing. Right. And we always talk about it like, you know, we're, we might be on the cusp. I, I, I think either it's going to be our generation or the next one. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I absolutely do. And unless some cataclysmic event happens, I firmly and fervently believe that we will. It's us or the next generation will be immortal, mm-hmm. basically, or at least be close enough that it's it's indistinguishable right. from immortality. But yeah, like, I mean, having something like this, if we can get this perfected, you know, and like we said, like maybe maybe it will take a while. Maybe it'll take decades. But if we're still alive and they get it done. This could this could be it. This yeah. could you could reverse aging potentially with it. You could uh, do all sorts of things. You could just live in like some like cryogenic thing and project your consciousness. Something right. But uh, it's incredible, and this is this is so fucking cool. Yeah, I read um, two articles today just to sort of tack onto this. Um, one of them said that there's a prediction that we'll have a century's worth of medical advancements in the next ten years. Jeez. Uh, and also that scientists are projecting 2026 as the year that we have the first artificial genome created. Jeez. Yeah. Really? That's ten years. So in the next ten years, both of those things will happen. Wow. So you get an affinity yeah. link. Oh, I'm T minus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really neat because this is. It really is like like you can look at anything, any technological advancement, and you could say like at one point this was sci-fi. And it's cool that like this is ours. Like this yep. is this is firmly like when I was a kid, this what even five years, ten years, fifteen years ago, like this was one hundred percent sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And now they're just doing it. This is real. Yep. And uh, and that's incredible. And and, and I, I can't wait to see what comes of this. And absolutely, like we're we're gonna get to see all of these these advancements in our life. And hopefully, we're still alive. And they're gonna get the cure. And it's like oh. Cancer's just gone now because we can just pop nanomachines into your body and it just goes and scoops that shit out. Yep. It just doesn't play games about it. It just goes in and removes cancer at a molecular level. Oh, cool. Oh, Get, scoop it out of me. Yeah. Oh, we just put this gene in you, like you were just talking about. We just put this gene in you and it, you are just, you don't get cancer now. Yep. Tell cancer to fuck off. Some engineering. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like getting into like transmetropolitan, like that's, that's what they do. Like right. They're just like, oh, like I'm going to go get the gene for blah, blah, blah. Like whatever just I get want. Get crispered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they and they and that's what they do. Like, they have nanotech, but more than nanotech, like they get into the like gene therapy, where right. they're just like, "Oh, I got a gene to have a telephone in my head." Oh, cool, so rad. So yeah. Anyway, nanotechnology is fucking dope. Gene splicing, fucking dope. Hopefully, we'll be immortal one day or get uploaded into the internet. Crossing my fingers. <laughs> So trudging on into video games, uh, we're going to talk about No Man's Sky again. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. We talked about it a lot mm-hmm. when this uh, podcast first started. Yes. Like, it was one of our most common topics because Absolutely. there was a lot of news coming out, and then the game was coming up, etc. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, what we're going to talk about is a real weird fiasco, mm-hmm. a Twitter fiasco. Yeah. So, uh, Hello Games Twitter posted a tweet 
just saying straight up, No Man's Sky was a mistake. And obviously, the internet blew up because right. there's still people that are just actively salty about No Man's Sky. Absolutely. Like the, the, the subreddit is still like fully like vitriolic at all times. Right. Um, so there were a series of weird different yes. tweets that came out that yes. were weird. There were even some emails sent to, I believe, Polygon. But, like, to a couple of random employees that had, like, nothing to do with No Man's Sky ever before. And it was it was emails from, like, Sean Murray's, like, personal email account. Right. Uh, just being, like, we're so sorry for, like, what happened. There was, like, pressure from the community and, like, pressure from Sony. And, like, we just, like, we fucked up. And, mm-hmm. like, it, like, we can't believe how, like, bad the community's been about this. We, like, feel like they should respect our work. And, like, they don't. And, like, et cetera, et cetera. So all this went down. And then their Twitter account went private. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the tweets got deleted. Uh, and then, like, I think it was like six hours later, it came back later. up and they started posting, like, oh, we got hacked. Like, and they were doing bits. Right. They're like, oh, we got hacked. Like, we're watching, we're crushing Mr. Robot episodes to see if we can find out what happened. Yeah. Uh, or, like, um, the only mistake was, like, using LinkedIn without, like, some <laughs> kind of, like, like, security software. Right. So that, that all goes down and everybody, mm-hmm. nobody knows what happened. Like, Sean Murray losing his mind is some employee, like, ready to die because they can't handle the pressure of, right. of all the negative feedback and losing all the money. Or was it like a legitimate hack? So they, one of the emails said one of the supposed hacked emails uh-huh. said from directly from Sean Murray. Uh, the tweet is for me, but somebody from the team took it down. We have not been coping well. Um, but that email was sus- suspected to be, fake because it spelled apologize the american way ah. and sean murray himself has previously spelled apologize the british way on his twitter right however forbes is now reporting that they talked to someone from hello games mm-hmm. who verified that it was a disgruntled employee and sean murray said the tweet came from a dis- disgruntled employee we're currently trying to solve the issue internally yeah wild so really any way you look at it it's it's, it's a nightmare. weird. Yeah. It's creepy. It's awkward. It's a fiasco. Yeah. I don't like it. No. I, I, I like that one of one of the tweets was full, like fully called out like Sean Murray and Hello Games for like their absolute media blackout. From right, this whole time. right. Because I, he was blasting Twitter for like all constantly before up to the game's launch. And then shortly after its launch, mm-hmm. he like he hasn't tweeted anything from his personal account in like three months. Yeah. And there's been no like a uh, like official word or anything from Hello Games regarding no Man's Sky and it not living up to Sean Murray's claims up to and including like the week before launch. Right. So a lot of people have been blasting them. That's that's something that's like constantly posted on the subreddit is like, why why have they still not talked about this? Right. Like, it, you know, they haven't it, addressed anything. Yeah, not at all. And and so one of the tw- I forgot what it said, but one of the tweets like said that like, well at least and like <laughs> at least they're like the Twitter's being used for something. Right. So yeah, but it yeah, it's wild. It's it's fucking nuts. Yeah, like did he just like crack under the pressure? Did someone else? What's weird? Okay, so it's either one of two things. Either one, him or one of their employees is like not handling this well and right. is like having like legitimate issues. Right. Or their Twitter and their email just got like willy nilly hacked. hacked by right. like some randoms. I feel which I, either way is sketchy. I mean, I'm not there. I don't know him. Not I'm not. Sean Murray's mom haven't known, known him a long time. Don't yeah. love him to death. Uh, but I, I, I would hazard to say, and this is just wild speculation. But I just after reading it and everything, I just would hazard it the 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 former. Right, I re- that I, it was I, actually some employee who was like 
losing their fucking mind. I don't mind. think anyone got hacked. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, hopefully, you would think that they would have some better security in place. I mean, maybe, maybe they don't. Who knows? But uh, you would, you would hope, right? Um, you got, you gotten this far in life. But anyway, well, and the thing that makes it extra weird is that they have personally now contradicted themselves, right? Right? They, they tweeted saying they got hacked and like right. made bits about it, and then they talked to like the press and mm-hmm. were like, oh, it was actually some employee. right, right, right. So it's just, I don't know, dude. It's a weird situation. I it don't like it. It is very weird. But yeah, I think... I, I, as much as like I'm pissed about the game, because mm-hmm. it did not live up to what I was told. Sure. And what I've expected for the last yeah, three yeah. years. I don't want them to like be getting fucked up about it. Like right, I, I yeah, do yeah. feel bad. People need to... They were death, you know, giving him death threats before right. the game even came out because right. of the delays. God knows what they've been hearing since. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And it, and it does suck. And it's like, that's a thing, man. Like with, with any medium, with any... Especially in entertainment, though, like... Making video games like sometimes things don't work out the way that you want them right. to. Sometimes shit flops. Yep. Video games are incredibly difficult to make. It's it's teams of tons of people. Uh, I know that their studio it's uh, you know was was on the smaller side, but it's a huge undertaking. It, it, there's a lot of parts at play. There's a lot of different factors taken into account. And so I get it, man. Like I know that we've we've beaten up on on No Man's Sky a little bit, but at the same time, like it is just a fucking game. Right. And, like at the end of the day you know who cares right like, it might not have lived up to it to the hype it might not be the game that we wanted you know of course but that's fine like life goes on they're gonna do other stuff right maybe they'll fucking fix no man's guy that'd be dope but yeah I, I i think you're right like yeah like what you said about the subreddit like, like getting on the subreddit and it's just like whoa jesus christ you people need to go there's tons of other games right like I was disappointed in No Man's Sky, and I didn't lose sleep over it. Right. I just bounced out, and I started dreaming about Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's always something else. Um, yeah. So what can you do? But yeah, I I yeah I, I would I would hazard to say that I think Sean Murray, or one of the other guys, probably Sean Murray, uh, got a little upset. Maybe got a little tipsy. Yeah. Banged on his keyboard a little Had bit a little too scotch. much. Scotch. Little yeah. scotchy scotch scotch. Yeah. What can you do? We've all been there. Yeah. I mean, I disgruntled tweet all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, no more no more to say about that. We'll, we'll uh, keep you uh, posted as, as developments develop. So, finishing up with movies, we are going to talk about Alien Covenant, which is rad. It's a really Scott movie. It is the sequel to Prometheus. I'm a big fan. Loved that movie. Yeah, Danny is a big, big, huge, big fan of Prometheus, which is pretty cool. And um, also all the Alien movies, including Alien Resurrection, starring Ronald Perlman. <laughs> so yeah, Prometheus was pretty neat. Uh, I definitely had some qualms with it. Like two years ago, you said like you you found that what is it fan fan edit? Yeah, it's like a fan edit that basically takes out some dumb shit and includes a bunch of deleted scenes that shouldn't have been deleted. Yes. So what's funny about Prometheus is, and I don't want to get too far into this, sure. but so I loved the movie and I didn't think it was too convoluted or too many plot holes from mm-hmm. the beginning. Um, my only real, the only one that I can't argue against is old girl not turning when the ship was falling on her. Right. And I still get mad when people bring that up because I like the movie. Right. But it really doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, I guess it's kind of like when you see like a video of somebody getting a gun pulled on them and they put their hands up in front of their body like it's going to stop the bullet. Right. Anyway. Right. Um, but... I didn't feel like all these plot holes were actual like issues for me. I just gleaned mm. things from the movie and it made sense to me. Right. What's funny is a couple of years ago, as Garrett mentioned, I found a fan edit 
that cut out a bunch of the bullshit and put in a bunch of deleted scenes that should have been left in the movie. Right. And as soon as I watched that version, it was so painfully evident to me what everyone was talking about. Right. Once I saw all those things spelled out that everyone was confused about, that those scenes could have been left in. Right. Then it became frustrating for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so go try and find that fucking, I don't remember what it was called, but it's probably only one. There's a Prometheus fan edit out there that you can find online and it's phenomenal. Yeah, so I still haven't seen it, and I would love to. And I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie, but I did have some qualms with it. But <laughs> what's funny is my biggest qualm uh, was honestly just with how Fassbender was treated by like everybody, right? So in the in the movie, Fassbender played an android named David, who, to be fair, in the movie, David is duplicitous to say the least. He's doing all sorts of moves behind people's back. He's got secret agendas, but the actual characters in the fucking movie aren't supposed to know that. Right. But for no explained reason, maybe it's explained in that, in that uh, edit, but for no explained reason in the movie, they are just dickheads to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Specifically, the, uh, one of the main characters is just like every scene they're in together. He's just a dickhead to, to David to where it's like, what's going, did I miss something? Like what the fuck is happening here? Uh, because as far as I know, it was never addressed. But anyway, so I wanted to talk about Fassbender uh, because I love Fassbender and he's a phenomenal actor. It's off the chain. Uh, but he's going to be playing two androids in the, in the new movie, mm-hmm. which is really fucking cool. So it remains to be seen because, spoiler alert, at the very end of Prometheus, his head is ripped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he it's shown that he could still function. Mm-hmm. And so he's still speaking and he's still able to like compute stuff. And uh, I don't I don't know if he's still going to be like that. I'm I'm kind of assuming. I don't know where they'd find another android body for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure. But uh he's going to be playing another character whose name is Walter. And Walter is going to be Fastbender, but he's going to be like the upgraded version. He's going to be like an updated newer android. I don't know what that's going to entail and mm-hmm. it didn't go into it in the article. And I'm plus I didn't really want to read more about right, right. that. I even, so like the new movie is going to have a new xenomorph uh, called a neomorph. And I apparently, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but the uh, leaked. Oh, I didn't look. I, yeah, I didn't either. Didn't look. Yeah. Yeah. I, it popped up like, Oh, like there've been stills that have leaked. And I'm like, uh-uh, I don't, I, I want to be scared. Yeah. I'd rather not. And speaking of scared, uh, apparently this movie is going to be scarier, a lot scarier than Prometheus. And which is, there were some scary ass parts of Prometheus. Right. So, uh, I remember like watching Alien as a kid and, and and Aliens and it's fucking scary. Yeah. Probably not so much anymore, but there are some really scary parts, especially like when I was a kid. Uh, but yeah, so this new movie is going to have several new characters. It remains to be seen who those people are, what they're going to be doing, what the what the main plot. Is. Again, I'm trying not to like spoil anything for myself. Right. Because I feel like this movie is one of those. That oh, you yeah. could very easily Absolutely. fuck yourself up. I won't be watching trailers for this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that, that I do know is that it is directly a sequel. Right, right, right. So I'm really excited about it. I like Fassbender. He's a, he's a good actor and shit. Um, not a great person, but, you know, good actor. But is he not? I didn't know that. I'll send you some links after. <laughs> um, but anyway, the point is, as a huge Alien fan, uh-huh. I'm a little bit disappointed that they're changing the naming convention. Oh, yeah, from the from the ABCs? Yeah. So in Alien, Ian Holmes' character, he was the android. His character was Ash. Okay. And then in Aliens, Lance Henriksen was the android, and he was Bishop. Mm-hmm. And then he was also Bishop for, like, one scene in Alien 3. Right. And in Alien Resurrection, Winona Ryder's character was the android, and she was Call. Mm-hmm. And then 
Michael Fassbender in Prometheus was David. David. So right. it's A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. But now Walter is W, and I'm pissed about it. So hopefully they'll be like, oh, his name's actually fucking Edwin, and he changed it himself because he's <laughs> too far sentient. Maybe he picked the, his own name. Maybe they'll be like, there were actually like all of these other androids between them. Right, and right, They right. were all of the intervening ones, and that's how much more advanced he is. No, I hate it, and I'm sad. But it is going to be cool, and I, I wonder how different they're going to be portrayed. Because uh, Fassbender is going to be portraying both, right? So I, I'm I'm actually really excited to see like how much different Walter he plays will probably in. just be brunette and have like a goatee. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Because David's yeah. like hard blonde, right? Right. So just, just give him, make him brunette, and give him a goatee, and that's all you need to do. And then yeah. he's like the evil twin. <laughs> I'm pumped about this movie, though. I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'll watch it no matter what. Even right. if it gets like tanked in reviews, I'm still gonna go see it because yeah. I'm, I fucking love mm-hmm. Aliens. Yeah, love it. I'll it's definitely like one see of it. my favorite like IPs of all time. Yeah, it's a dope one. It's a dope one. So yeah, we'll see. I mean. Could go either way. Could be up, down. Left, right. Could be shit, trash. Could be dope. <laughs> I know that, like, Prometheus, a lot of people didn't like it. But, I mean, it, it financially did well. Yeah. It just, there were a lot of complaints, especially from, like, Alien fans. Mm-hmm. Not me. Um, but, whatever. I'm excited. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. I think it's going to be cool. I mean, I liked Prometheus. I just thought that it had some problems. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't enough problems that I was like, oh, fuck this movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Danny McBride's in it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. But anyway, yeah. So that's uh, episode 36. Yeah, done. Next song. Yeah. See y'all next time.